to the couch podcast in your house alex the greek was born up north but now he lived in the south jay Jax was a running back he won the bowl game with two lane now they worldwide giving you game hold the fame to the wall of shame they gonna talk about fumbles from the owners to the athletes they gonna call your numbers game time you gonna lay some up or sit them down who won the roster for today who nursing injuries at the house from the cleats to the couch Sir, we're back. Yeah. No shit. November's almost over, man. I'm running with that for my excuse. We throwing it out. <laughs> I don't play none of those games. I don't even joke on April Fools, but I need that right now because it fits. So I'm hey, playing look, that trend. You know, I know he's talking about, you know, getting a close shave. We had a <laughs> lot of close games. I hope everybody, you know, gained a few pounds. Obviously, you know, the, uh, the turkey day. I uh, hope everybody enjoyed their friends, family, their loved ones, and enjoyed some good football. Like we knew it would be some good games, some close games. So uh, what are what are some of your reactions to last week's games? So I guess we'll go ahead and start right where you would like to go. It's all right. It was the first uh, day of the week for Thanksgiving. Bills we got what we expected. Next game was the Cowboys. Cowboys making that statement, uh, giving themselves that gap in, in, inside the division and and going above the Giants, putting them where they need to be, down to three, maybe even to four before we're all done. But uh, good game, y'all. Well played. Running game was solid. Defense was there. Like I said, I think it was a good statement game. So I know I know going into it, we had uh, my pickings, which we'll get to, to my record last week. Uh, I remember vividly saying that the Buffalo game, I said, hey, I'll – if you can get the points, go ahead and take Detroit. But uh, if not, you know, I knew it would be a, a blowout game. I knew it would be a close game. Um, I was worried about Dallas. Obviously, I, I stated that, that I was worried about Dallas being coming off a high or, or, you know, just winning, you know, losing to Green Bay, beating the brakes off of uh, Minnesota, and then just kind of getting too comfortable because we have a tendency to do that. And then, obviously, you had the third game. The third game was a really good game as well. And overall, it was, it was good. Um, I think my biggest takeaway – uh, the third game being the the Pats and the uh, Vikings. Yeah. I thought the Pats would pull it off. I did. I really did. It was a good game, though, and that's what we got all Thanksgiving. We got really good games throughout the course of the day, so you can't be too upset at how some of the outcomes were. Um, now, I was shocked with the Detroit, though. Uh, I know you said that, hey, take the points. Points were like 9 or 10, but they were close the whole way. They didn't even need the 9. They were like 3, 7 the whole way through. Mm-hmm. We got a new Detroit. They kind of alluded to it early a couple weeks back, but I might be on your train with you. They got, what, three in a row. They dropped a close one to Buffalo that was winnable. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was definitely a good surprise. And then Minnesota, I thank y'all for that. Y'all whooped them. They had to come back and make a statement. And mm-hmm. uh, the offense, Justin Jefferson, has kept going off. He had a lot of making up to do, and he made up. But yeah. flip side, I was happy with how the Pats played that. Henry called the catch, no catch. I know it set Dez off, but um, – yeah. Now to the law, I saw that way off the first replay. Now the ghost phantom run into the kicker. A couple other ones out there eh, we could talk about. But oh, so you, so you didn't think it was a touchdown? I thought it was. Yeah, I didn't think it. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. So I, I didn't. And my cousins, a couple of people that I know, diehard Pats fans, we get in the group chat. They was giving me hell about it. But um, lifetime, I remember sitting there seeing it. The first replay with Dungey said it. I was like, oh. And I walked right outside to go smoke. I was like, oh, I'm good. Thank God. <laughs> I, I thought lifetime, and everyone was giving me hell about it. But even with his hand under it, he bobbled it after. So you got to like 
go through the process of the catch and maintain established possession. The guy's running up field from 10 yards out and just tips it over and drops it. He's established possession. So I'm okay with the call because like I was trying to tell my cousins and other fans and friends that fans of the team, uh, if it was 20 yards back, I wouldn't want it to be a fumble. Yeah. So if you wouldn't want it to be called a fumble anywhere else on the field, you can't want it to be called a touchdown at the goal line. That's the way I kind of, you know, rationalize it. But is the opportunity to debate it, people on both sides. I'm okay with where it's at. Take possession through the ground, make the football move, establish possession. That that's fine with me. Yeah. I, I can't argue that. Um obviously if you don't mind, I want to go through a quick let me pull my phone up here. Um I want to go through a couple games. If you don't mind, just kind of go through what your thoughts on the game. So we had uh Denver and Carolina. Ooh. Like your quick takes on that. Obviously, I know you were high on Russell Wilson and Denver coming into the season, but it's got bad. coming out, man. I'm jumping off. I've already jumped. I got on skydive, no parachute. I'm out. We ain't riding, we ain't getting in, we ain't looking at the car. That was bad. That was bad. I would have had 10 points. Again, another game that before I said it would have been like nine and one if they had 18, which is called 24, and they'd have be uh 10 and one. So it's uh yeah, it's nasty. It's bad. It's bad. It's real bad. Um, this so, is it. Russ get one more shot. They're gonna. The coaches are lame duck sitting. Talk about this last. Coach, he was bad. They're gonna swap him out. Bad coach. They're gonna swap him out, and that's gonna give Russ one last shot, um, and that's gonna be it. Now, I wouldn't say that's a long shot because all of a sudden you pop a Sean Payton in there. I'm just gonna go hypothetical here, and boom, I feel like all of a sudden sky's the limit again. But right now. This year, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's been a wrap. It's bad. It's real, real bad. So I'm gonna pull you on some quick takes, so um, so we don't get too deep into this. What about uh, what were your thoughts on the Bucks and the Browns game? That one, other one that bothered me. Um, I wish talk about calls or non calls. I wish that Mike Evans catch on like the five, uh, third down mm-hmm. when they were going for it at the end of the uh, game should have been reviewed. It was under two minutes. They couldn't look at it. They showed the replay a few times. I'm sure they didn't show it in the stadium at all, but everyone, if they did, they would have known. They saw the two feet. He caught it right over the back of them. Yeah. The day, coming off a bye week, you play in the Browns, who we don't, no one thinks they're in it, that we need a whole lot of help and have to run a miracle run to be in there. You got to win that. You're supposed to win that and be up. And I was actually frustrated. Again, it's giving you lifetime how I was thinking watching it. I sat down, went and see Brady after a bye week. The offense looked good previous game. Uh, kind of come out of that now from Seattle and continue to build. And all I was watching was the defense running around the field, chasing Chubb all day. I didn't really get to see Brady a lot. It was three and outs, three and outs, miss Q, miss here. Um, and then at insult to injury or injury to insult, worse goes down now three weeks. The only last, you know, hope they had on that line, best lineman they had on that line. Um, yeah. And the last one from last year, that's what was left. Yeah, man, it, it was all bad. It was all bad. Here we are looking at Monday Night Football. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but it's wide open with like the four or seven Saints or something right now. Yeah, it's ugly. We're in a bad place. Well, you know, it It kind of goes back to what I've always said, like a strong run game, solid defense. Even though this is a passing era we're in now, you can see that the teams who run the football and play good defense – have been consistently in every game. Even though, like Detroit, for example, they run the football really well, play solid defense. They're in every game to the very end. So they find ways. Cleveland, they run with Chubb heavily. They keep themselves in the game, play solid defense. And that's still the recipe. When you get to the playoffs, 
Buffalo's going to struggle because Josh Allen is their running back. That's their go-to guy. So it's hard to overcome a lot of obstacles and you put a lot of pressure on your quarterback. I mean, Mahomes has found a way to get it done. He's elite. Yeah. He's elite. He's elite. So for people out there who try, I only want to jump ahead because I know it might come in the next segment. But um, <laughs> Baltimore and Jacksonville, uh, weird game. Again, that's one of those games that Baltimore – had the league going into the fourth quarter yet again, and then they have the same situation over and over again. Um, I, I want to give blame to both sides. You know, obviously Lamar and those guys are sworn early on getting a head start in the game, and then um, it's almost like they take their foot off the gas. The defense yeah. is, is playing well, and then they take their foot off the gas, and it's like, hey, man, we got to play, you know, 60 minutes. You got to play through this whole game, and if you can't play through the whole game, then you'll find yourself in the situation today. But congrats to Jacksonville for being eight. You know, I'm always go with eight regardless. So, but no, I, on that game, it's, it's only losses they have. They have five losses right now, I think, or four. All of them have been them leading into the fourth, come back crazy last seconds with Buffalo, Miami, and the Giants, Jacksonville. They almost could be, not almost, they could be running 11 and 0 right now. Mm-hmm. With that last eight minutes, obviously, you got 60 minutes in the game, so you got to play it. But yeah, Gus being back should help that. I know he's working his reps yeah. up slowly. They should have run the ball a little more, not so much on Lamar, and be able to kill some clock. But, um, yeah, I'm with you. That was tough. And uh, let me round this thing off with uh, what about – what do you think about the Eagles in the Packers game? So I was actually surprised the Packers kept it close for about two quarters, and they thought it's going to be something. But um, yeah. the Eagles were just too much. They have too much to overcome. Eagles um, – Eagles – they look for real. They they really are. They're going all in every at every position level. Front line of defense, back in the secondary, bringing in people. Looks like um, Gardner, their free agent from last year, safety got hurt. But, yeah, they're going in. It's, it's paying off. It's paying off. They're doing their part. They uh, hurts. He had, like, what, 157 yards rushing. I think he had 100 in the first half or something crazy. I think so, first quarter. First quarter. And flipping it to a fantasy side, he beat them. Had to beat all the way through last game. He did like some ridiculous number off hurts. I'm like, ah, I'm good. And all of a sudden, first quarter came out and did that. And I was like, oh, I'm in trouble. And then I ain't losing by two. All that was the guy. So, yeah, uh, yeah he did his part for sure. So, obviously, obviously, we're talking about guys. What about the players? So, obviously, we talk about a lot of different subjects throughout the season. But what player or players you feel overwhelmed this season? and underwhelmed so far, like which guys have like completely blown out expectations and which guys have completely We've beat up the quarterbacks with Russ and Ryan. That is what it is. Um, Gino obviously is an easy one for uh, overachieving. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't have said it's a player because Wilson's killing them, but the Jets as a whole, the rookies up there more so, um, what they did with the line there, picking up and – Gardner, they've definitely uh, impressed. Uh, might be a homer with it. Pats with their Jack Jones and, and some of their rookies. Cole Strange coming in, going right in where it's starting. They've uh, done more than I was expecting them to come in. They, they're still in the battle one game back. Uh, Underwhelm, Chargers, I kind of thought it was going to be that. They were 30-something, like maybe 30 last year in defense. Didn't move the needle enough. I, I didn't think and it still didn't. They got a pass rush. It doesn't look bad, but it's not complete. It's not complete. Um, so Chargers, I felt like you know, come up a little short. We talked about Indian ball, uh, Broncos, 
NFC Bucks. I hate to say it, Bucks six losses right now, losing after mm-hmm. bye weeks. Barely got out of the Atlanta game, getting killed in Carolina. Um, I know we got the line problems, but man, spread them out, shotgun, and you got to start getting creative, do something different. Um, you can't keep lining up seven inside the, in the hashes, and you know you're weak in the front five. Like, hey, go four. You got the receiver depth. Bring me, you know, Godwin and uh, even Scotty Miller if you have to. Perryman would be a better option. Perryman and Godwin on one side, and, and Julio and Mike on another. Start yeah. spreading this thing up. Maybe make that fifth guy uh, the rookie Otten, and all of a sudden you're running four, knowing the back's chipping someone, and you're going to get it out quick. That's how yeah. Tom made his name. Uh, I don't want to rant too much on that, but. There's definitely other ways to go about what they're doing. Anyone right. you got out there that really surprised it, or other way underwhelmed it? So you took the bus. That was the that was the first thing that came to my mind. So I'll go with the defending Super Bowl champs on the Rams. Yeah. So everybody had these extremely high expectations, you know, coming in grabbing Allen Robinson because Odell went down. Yep. Still hoping he'd come back. Uh, swapping Von Miller out for. Um, Bobby Wagner Wack, Wack, yep. and having those guys switch out. Jalen Ranch is looking like the number two uh, corner on the team. Um, it's Aaron Donald's been MIA hit or miss, so it's it's just been all over the place for me. Sean McVay looks uninterested so so much that he's getting hit by his own players inadvertently. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm you know so for me that's that's the team that's been underwhelming all season, um, completely underachieving. The the expectations are super high. Uh, one of the teams that has another team that's underwhelmed me is Green Bay. Um, yeah, sure. We knew, oh, excuse me, we knew that the receiving core would be a little shaky, you know, um, with with the departure of Devontae Adams and a lot of veteran guys. Randall Cobb getting hurt early on, so they had a lot of young guys. But that's that's never changed the fact that Aaron has found a way to develop these guys quicker than than later. And, and, and made them into to premier receivers for the most part. Um, so for me, the frustration showing, you can see the difference in how Aaron and LaFleur interact. Those are the guys. I won't even touch, I won't even touch the Broncos and the AFC because I've already done enough damage on them. Um, Real quick, before you get off Green Bay, though, because it made me start thinking, You and we've already kind of talked about it a lot, but I'm going to double back. Mahomes did the opposite. Receivers changed up on him, brought some young guys in with more. Just made a trade for Tooney, which is newer, but even before that, first eight weeks, Juju was new. Harmon was about the only uh, constant on the outside. And he still found a way. You know, back in going back to the Pats days with Brady, they bring in uh, Malcolm Mitchell as a rookie, and Mandola, all of a sudden, they go and play in the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. So the quarterbacks that we give that elite, people used to like talk about Avar and that GOAT status. I think that's finally. You know, rubbing itself off. It looked cool with glitter, but it wasn't gold. And but uh yeah, he didn't he, he's never like yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if he's made it. And Jer- Jordy Nelson, some of these guys, Greg Jennings, they besides Jordy, I guess he didn't go on and do well, but Greg did just fight in Minnesota. Um yeah. Cobb, you know, left went to Dallas, then Houston yeah. made his way back. And he was kind of that to end of his career, but he's gotten the most out of it. Adams Adams, we see now. Last five years, with everything we saw, Adams could do that with uh, Mike White. So he's just he does, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm way disappointed, way underwhelmed because you saw he could shake something out of that tight end, Tony and Italian. I am saying his name. Tony, yeah, yeah. He's not coming back doing what he did last year. Red zone. It just went from bad to worse. 
they, yeah, yeah, really quick. I, I like it, and then, and then overall, I just <laughs> overall the overwhelming team, like team for me, it would be the NFC East. The the entire NFC East is like completely exceeded all my expectations. You know, Dallas coming into the season, obviously, I thought I thought they do well, but I thought we escaped by nine and well, what are we, seventeen games? So nine and eight, ten and seven, maybe you know somewhere around that range. Yeah, uh, I thought that all the teams would be. I thought we looked like the the NFC South, you know. But instead, it's like went from NFC least to the NFC beast. And so yeah. now all the teams are trying to compete with NFC teams in the East, and everyone's playing well. I think that the Giants are they're finding their groove in the back where they should be. Um, Washington's finding a way to win with the with with uh, Heineke finding ways to win football games, uh, and Jalen and those guys for some reason this collegiate offense that they're running is working in the NFL. So it's almost like a like a triple option almost. So it's like he he holds his own read and then off his own read he can throw it. Then if he doesn't throw it, he can keep it and run it. So he has so many options. How do you stop it? And so they they found a way to get more of a collegiate style offense to work and just keep it simple. They do simple things, um, and they're running the football, and it's hard to stop the the, the mesh points and and the receivers. Yeah. It's, it's just a difficult offense to try to defend. But Dallas, I think we've gotten by by playing good, really good running the football and playing good defense. And I'll I'll continue to say that over and over again. So the other one, I had like a little epiphany as we're going through. This. We talked about this a few weeks ago. Um, Guys throwing, running different deals, and you're right. It does give him a triple option. It almost you take a special talent to do that. So Herbert can't do that. So I can go on this. I want to not knock it anymore. At the end of the day, it takes a special talent to do that. You're 32 yeah. quarterbacks. I don't know if we got seven, but seven's probably the cap. Um, two was the other one. I guess over overwhelmed or, or oh, did yeah. really sure. well. Um, both of them kind of make or break years. You know, we can kind of allude to that. And they taken off, and you watch two or throw it, and you come oh, for me, it hurts. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if that's gonna go. And then if the guy burns him and gets over the top, of course, it looks great, but mm-hmm. getting it done, and it's working. Yeah. Daniels is uh maximizing his value for whatever that is, he's getting 150% of it, and yeah. it translating. Same thing, you're right up there with um, Italian guys named Saratini. What's the coach name there? Oh, Sirianni. Sirianni. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's mad, they're maximizing this so. It's uh yeah, it's working in Philly. I ain't gonna Philly's offense. I, mean, I was joking with you saying, hey, all of Dallas is watching this right now, saying we gotta deal with this, but I'm for real at the same time. It's like they, they're gonna put up 30. You got I think 24 with y'all last time. Yeah, you gotta keep them under 30 and, and then do the other part of that, hit the 30. Yeah. Um, and they just went and added Quinn or uh Sue and a couple other guys on, on the defensive side. So man, man. Could Philly have turned it around that quick? They won in 18, blew the whole thing up, quarterbacks all out, coach all out. We're rebuilding or retooling, however they like to call it. And here we are, you know, three seasons later, and they front running right now. Front running, and it's hard to really knock any anything on the side, on either side of the ball. Well, they they, they did something that, that most teams don't do. They had a quarterback who they had just paid in Carson Wentz and still went out and drafted a quarterback in the second round in Jalen Hurts. That's unheard of, except for yeah. Aaron Rodgers. But outside of that, they drafted this quarterback saying, hey, 
we value this position enough to know that something's not right, and we feel comfortable enough with Jalen to kind of develop him to see where it goes. You don't use a second-round pick yeah. unless you have something that you see and potential in him because that was a fourth-round pick. So he wasn't really a threat to Romo being a fourth-round pick the way that's designed. But a second-round pick, that, that raises your eyebrows a little bit. Like when Garoppolo came in in New England yeah. and Brady, it was almost like a telltale, like, hey, man, you know, you can't Jordan attention. Love, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so speaking of quarterbacks, uh, so obviously we had this 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 legacy dynasty rivalry with Brady versus Manning going on for years. Obviously, I know how you feel about it. You don't really think <laughs> it was really a, a rivalry because it was like regular was. season. Regular season, Peyton was like, everything but in the postseason when it really mattered i know how you feel and you're like listen that's yeah we're not even gonna talk about that yeah um but which two current quarterbacks do you think have the ability to have you know that sort of rivalry per se no, so i laugh because you do really good at that uh i don't know if you think about it on the way in but you said wait hit boom it flip it on it's really good like a pro a pro tip there but um you're right you spot on and um so here's the funny we talked about this before how they kind of push it to Josh Allen and Mahomes and sometimes eight's gonna be motivated this year. He's covering his way in there. Um Herbert, they wanted to build up, like I said, underwhelming. Um Stafford had his little one hit wonder, if you will. They're still hanging on to Russ. But the one that I'm seeing is uh, like we kind of talked about, we did talk about this in preseason. He had that swag and he kind of started off a little rough. Now he's back on a roll, just won four in a row, about to get help back now with Chase coming there. That's Mr. Burrow, man. Burrow, he doesn't lack confidence. That's for sure. The boy's <laughs> confident. I got to see what I think I sent you the other day where I was like, hey, this guy don't lack confidence because it was ridiculous what he said. He was in an interview, and uh, it's like a post-game interview or whatever, and they asked him, what did they ask him here? Hey, have you learned anything about yourself with Jamar Chase out mixing going down? And his response was, I am who I thought I was. <laughs> That's legendary. I'm that guy. I thought it was that guy. I'm that guy. Like, That's yeah. So um, they're going to KC this week. They're going to have a big game. For them, they're continuing to fight for this division. They tied up right now with Baltimore. They're going to close the season with Baltimore. They got a hell of a schedule um, to close the season out. And if they can come out of that with something, whoo, the boy wonder, you know, whatever uh, you want to call him, Mr. Swagger, he's going to have a swagger back. Going up into January, he said he set himself up where he controls his destiny, and he can do that. And he's setting himself up with again getting more talent back to do it. Offensive line starting to come around. You know, Mixon goes down, Perrion goes in. They still moving the ball. They starting yeah. to gel now. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go against more of like the hype right now. And, and he's not knocked, but again, Josh Allen really does get pushed to us. You know, Lamar kind of got pushed back a little bit with uh, Burrow's resurgence or emergence last year. Mm -hmm. This year, I think we're going to get that, too. We're going to get that play. We're going to get that game. We're going to play off, but it's going to be pretty much the end of the season, last game, division. They play each other. Um, they're going to be split there. He's got an opportunity, and I'm jumping way ahead, but as far as a little upset, he, he could pull it off this week in KC. So I do think this kid, uh, he's for real. He's for real. His first year, he didn't have Chase. He looked good. Then went down with ACL. Gets his guy. Comes out next year. Lights him up. Since he in the Super Bowl, I was a baby playing in dirt last time. That was a thing. I didn't believe in him. <laughs> I seen him in KC do it. And I was like, oh, hey, for real. I didn't. I didn't. All these, I was like, oh, Bengals, Bengals. I'm like, yeah, whatever. They ain't going to do it. And then they got there. And I was like, oh, this, they, they for real. Again, I didn't believe until they were on their way. They already punched their ticket. I was like, okay. Because the kid that I am, right? 
But uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to grab it off the nine. You could see it. I was like, hey, these guys went into KC. Last minute, stole the reach there, the Reaper down in his face, and like, we took it. So, uh, yeah, don't sleep on Joey. Don't sleep on Joey Mahomes just carving something up. They always want to set you up something. They always want to give you that A-Rod versus this guy, and it goes another way. I don't think Brady was the original thought when Peyton was coming through, and they had Bledsoe on this one and that one. Um, guess what? Brady said, hey, I'm here, and I'm going to make the other side of the rivalry, and it could get slanted. Let Burrow run up in there and get an upset this week, and all of a sudden go crazy, and uh, you can hype up 15 all you want. All of a sudden, he's going to say, hey, I'm here. You don't have to give me it or not, but I'm going to take my spot. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's uh, one I'm going to jump out the window for next. I'm just, it's, it's, he's impressive. It's impressive what he's doing, and he's not – the hurts where he can run and do all this stuff. He's just uh, reading defense, going through his thing, and, and, and chipping, chipping away. He ain't the big crazy arm, but he's got enough. Make it happen. Make it happen. That's uh, what Brady did. So that's where I'm going to go with that. All right, so I'm going to take a different route. I'm going to go Tua and Kyler Murray. Um, no, I'm just, <laughs> totally sure. Tua, I couldn't maybe follow. <laughs> Kyler, I was about to go. What are you talking about? <laughs> so so uh, I, I really – I really want to uh, stick to to my guns. Um, obviously, the NFC is just all over the place. So for me to stick to to what I really genuinely feel in my heart is I'm gonna go with 15 and eight. And I think that they're really elite quarterbacks. They're just different. They get it done in different ways. Obviously, they haven't. Lamar hasn't been finishing, but Mahomes is notorious for finishing. And I think that I think that as Lamar. When, when we look at these teams, right? So we look at we look at Burrow. Burrow didn't have Chase, but he still had T. Higgins. He still had Tyler Boyd. Yes. He yes. had Joe Mixon. His offensive line was just a little suspect. So to yes. get an offensive line, Jamar Chase, and add all of these these pieces to he already had, and he the rich got richer. And so you had an opportunity to have Jamar Chase is a one on any team. Uh, T. Higgins is a one on almost every team. Yeah, and then uh, for sure that Boy, most, most teams well, he's playing three, yeah, yeah. So he would be at least a two on a majority of teams in Tyler Boyd. Right. So you got two ones and a two yeah. as your receivers. Joe Mixon start anywhere he goes in the league. So yeah. you have all of these these weapons around you. So I that's the only reason that I, I give him respect because he's doing what he's supposed to do. Like you said, um, I am who I thought I was. But when we saw him without the offensive line and we saw him without Jamar Chase, uh, he didn't look like that quarterback. He didn't look the way he did. Um, obviously, he had the injury, but he played, you know, he was up and down. Look at Tua. Um, Tua looks suspect. Then all of a sudden, he gets – they draft uh, Jalen Waller. They bring in Tyreek Hill. They're swapping out with uh, solid running backs. He has Gusecki as like a, a crutch if he needed. And then they revamped this offensive line. Now all of a sudden we're like, man, two was in the MVP race. Um, Jalen Hurts didn't look like Jalen Hurts with Devontae Smith and and Miles Sanders. But then they get uh AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard's there, and they, all of a sudden they get the weapons and then they become different. When you see eight up, uh, when you see 15, 15, it don't matter. Go get the dude from the grocery store. Can he catch it? All right, let's go. So it, it remind it's almost Brady-esque. For him to say, hey, bring him in. Because Brady, one of the things with Brady, the second half of his career is he had Gronk. And so he was able to say, hey, as long as I got, long as I got big 87, I'm going to be good. As long as I got 87, 87 going to be my big play guy. Just like uh, Kelsey is. He's the big play guy on offense. 
The other guys, they're interchangeable. Um, Welker, his his Welker is, we don't know who that is yet. But it's looking like... Uh, Juju's more. supposed to be the route guy inside like that. He's hurt right now. He's been kind of in and out trying to find his way. But, yeah, you were here to have that yet. And, and then you look on the flip side, you look at Lamar, again, he's got Demarcus Robinson. Yes, um, uh, Sean Jackson. Sean <laughs> Jackson at 30, 39 years old, yeah. coming out of retirement just to run one deep route and then get out because he hurt. You know, he's still my boy, Deshaun. You still a Jackson, so I'm gonna give you respect. I apologize on that. You still We're the end of that road, though, for sure. But I gotta call it how I see it. Yeah. And um, and then Mark Andrews, that's his version of 87. You know, yeah. being able to get Andrews out in the middle of the field, but he doesn't have the weapons on the outside. Even in the backfield, they just like, hey, who running back got cut this week? Who running back? Oh, y'all can y'all running back? We'll take him. Who running back got cut? We'll take him. So he's doing it with scraps. He's like, hey, even his offensive lineman, they gave Ronnie Stanley all that money, and he's hurt. So he's hurt all the time. And then they let uh what's the lineman go? Uh the big lineman who went to Kansas oh, City. Oh wow, Orlando Brown. Uh, yeah, Orlando Brown. So they had to let him go in favor of Ronnie Staley, who's always hurt. So I'm like, so now he's got like mismatched linemen, mismatched running backs, mismatched receivers, and a sturdy tight end for the most part. And so he's trying to figure it out on the go. So I think as as it evolves, if they get him help, I think he'll be a a, a, a better better competition for him moving forward. So I'm going to stick with 8 and 15 is my rival. Now, I like the side because you're right. He has that dog in it. He'll fight out to the end. He ain't, gonna, he ain't giving it up. He's going to give me the best of what he has. And I had an epiphany. It's going to sound, again, I'm sitting there listening to you talking. I don't, it's going to sound blasphemous as I say it. But Mahomes? Nah, I ain't say it. I guess I'm gonna, I'll throw the thought out there. He might even be a little mix of both with the Sheriff Peyton and, and Brady, you know, um, Golden Child, because – he got the dog and he gonna make the best of whatever he's got. And he's he's got the he's a sheriff on the field. You see him in, in, in the Chargers. I own this, you know what I mean? 14 and 0 on the road in the division. He ain't lost on the road in your division yet. You know, like when we talked about it last week, he ain't really lost and got beat hardcore in the AFC championship. It's been there since he came in. Mm-hmm. He's uh yeah, no, he's he's definitely elite. He's into some rare company. Um we talked about A-Rod a little bit ago, how the leadership wasn't there, winding back and forth. He don't do that side. Um, he does, you know, yeah. He, he, he took the Brady route with the money. He took, you know, took a, yeah. a discount to say, hey, I want to try to keep more of my teammates together. Even though Tyreek left, his intentions were pure. He wanted to keep Tyreek and, and Kelsey and the guys together. He wanted to keep the band together. You know yeah. how they had the triple Bs in um, yeah. Pittsburgh. He was trying to keep it all together, say, hey, this yeah. is our nucleus, and we can get other guys who rotate around us. But we need a stick here to get this whole thing out. It's, and I'll we'll kind of finish off on this one and swing it out. But Brady is the first AFC championship game. He beat him to go get his last uh, sixth Super Bowl with New England. And after that game, it was, you know, down to the wire against Mahomes. It was Mahomes, not his rookie year, but his technical first year starting. He sat. Yeah. Um, and after that game, he said he went into the locker room wanted to go grab a home stock to him one-on-one. And Brady, you know, the guy, he don't got time of the day for no one. doesn't say bye to every quarterback, this, that, the other. I ain't never heard him doing that with anyone opposing guys first year. Obviously, he was even like a little bit of wow or amazed and wanted to go have that one on one or whatever was said behind that door. But uh, yeah, he had to see something that more. I think it's just uh, yeah, it's, it's special. You gotta appreciate what you're seeing. The only thing now he gotta do is he gotta put all them feathers in his hat and say, "Hey, I got the accomplishments behind it." But he's definitely the standard and the guy to go beat. That's for sure. But on the other side of that, guys who ain't. Went in the guys to beat. They done. They talked about the Rams under Weldon. Um, a couple other guys probably out of it. Chicago, they out of it. 
Do you play in players still? Or you start resting guys? There's been talks like you were saying with uh, Stafford and Cup and them to sit them down, let them stay. Ain't worth bringing them back now. You agree with that thought thread? You think it makes sense? Different situations? Like, what does that look like? Just the NBA for the tank now? He's going to do, um, what do they call it? Load management? Like, yeah, where, yeah. Where, where we at? So, so I'm thinking – I'm thinking it's extremely hard to sell that you're going to sit out your your stars or your big big time players. Yeah. Obviously, in the NBA, you know it's frowned upon because people are coming out and paying good money to see LeBron play or see Kawhi play or see you know these particular players and bees. You know all of these got Jokic to to play, and you have an opportunity to go see. Um, okay, so went to the Bucks game, right? So the Bucks are playing the Chiefs. In Tampa, go to that game. Imagine Mahomes and Brady aren't playing. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to spend my money to go see whoever the bad goes off of these teams. I don't want to see Blaine Gabbert quarterback. You kidding me? If I so, I think this is what we start running into if you get down this road. And then, what precedent are you saying to the players? Like, hey, like anytime you feel like we're done, just shut it down. So you give my money and I'm playing, and we lose them. Like, hey, why are you not out here covering? That's what it looked like Jalen Ramsey's already doing, but I think it sets a bad precedent. It seems like precedent. It seems like people are actually uh then it looks like you're tanking. You're like, you know, yeah, I'm gonna know that it's kind of not saying not announcing, but they're doing that, yeah. But then obviously the coach, as a coach, you're like, hey man, you gotta make sure that leadership's on board because if leadership's not on board, then you're fired. So now you gotta convince guys. So now all of a sudden, guys are like, Oh man, I got a hammy, my knees a little twisted, my ankle, and you got all this fluff going on to try to jockey for position and to get this next elite player coming out, you know, in the draft next season. So for me, I, I don't think it'll happen, but I know the Rams in particular were thinking about sitting the, the, the main three guys. I remember uh, back in the day, not that far back, but go back you know, 10 years, people started resting at the end of the year before the playoffs. Yeah. So the NFL said, okay, y'all want to do that? We're going to put all, make sure every team finishes with a division game at the end of the year. So all of a sudden, if there's anything close, you can't do it now. You got to play it, and they've done a lot to try to force that out to not allow, you know, to set it up, set the scale so it couldn't go that way. Yeah. Uh, but you are seeing it now. Think about Denver and Rams Christmas Day game. Rust on, you know, blew it up. Rams shutting it down. That's terrible. Now you were thinking, oh, hey, I'm gonna go see this great matchup. You buying this stuff preseason? Yeah, it's definitely wrong to the fans. Flip side conditioning. They already got a lot of stuff built in, but they ain't hitting a lot. They ain't getting in there. First season, their first month of the season, it's a little sloppy. You start seeing some funny injuries. Guys kind of out of shape, if you will. Um, yeah. They're going to do it even longer. And now you're going to pull them into where you might give them like a eight-week, could be a 10-week season. That's a slippery slope. I, I, I don't – I think you run them. If they want to – yeah, you go out there and you play it light, then you do get hurt. So, yeah, I, I, I see it happening. I hope they find a way to kind of combat it. Maybe the NFL jumps up in there and – Starts playing, uh, you know, lottery draft, and they do something there. I'm gonna just jump it out the window now. But I like that. It goes off of how you finish. Maybe you take the last 10 and say, Hey, we're gonna mix this up, or uh, you know, based on how many points gap you've lost by, maybe you drop it. I don't know what that looks like, but yeah, they definitely, I'm imagining the competition committee ain't gonna want to see it's gonna hurt the brand and they'll try to find a way to sniff it out. But we, I think we are seeing it, I think we're definitely seeing it. Um, fields. They'll bring him back out now. His injury's bad, or just let it run its course. Is it worth it? Um, yeah, there's some situations out there where 
I can see it happening. I don't know if it's good that it's happening. I hope that's fine. So let me ask you this. See that thing. Push it away. What about so teams like Cleveland um, and uh, Seattle? So Cleveland making the trade for Deshaun Watson. Um, I'm sorry, Houston. Houston hoping, you know, these things happen. Yes. You know, like, hey, shut them down. Or um, Denver, Denver, hey, go ahead and shut Russ down. I mean, he's playing bad anyway. So the Seahawks are like, shut him down. It doesn't even matter at this point. Yeah. We're going to get a great pick for that trade. And so it increases the value of your trades just by not doing anything. So as much as you're trying to help your team, you could be helping another team for jockeying for position. No, you said the Jets. The Jets. The Jets did that right now with um James Robinson. James Robinson, the pick uh trade from Jacksonville. made me think of it. Yeah, that's that's exactly what they're doing. They're healthy scratching them. So they're based on how many games he plays. Washington, it worked out for their better. They needed to move off from Wentz. But also the same thing's happening there. You uh yeah, there's a little bit of strategy in it. So maybe that's something you look at, like uh someone with the draft, maybe it's not the first round, or maybe it does something with the compensatory picks. Hey, you know, you get this guy for leaving, but now you're sitting, we're pulling him back. I don't, I don't know what it looks like, but uh, I don't like it. I think they play it out, see what you got. Um, yeah, I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. It actually happened. So, we you talking about the NBA. I remember going out my way, going to see a Magic game one time, and then going, and uh, people were paying to go see wasn't there. So, yeah, you can't, you can't. It's just, it's just a stain on the brand to me. It's not, it's not, it's not good, uh, good football. Hey, Baker Mayfield or Carson Wentz, who you want? <laughs> oh boy, I guess Wentz right now. He got more TDs than Russ, right? He got 10. Oh, oh. <laughs> Baker. Hey, can I just get a first round draft pick? Can I? Can I? Can I? I'll go 0 16. It's all right. We'll match the Lions. Now you see why nobody wants to give up that pick they were talking about for. Me. Yeah, yeah, I see. It gets fun. All right, so we're getting close to the, to the playoffs, and we're always talking about teams we think should make the playoffs and who should and who shouldn't. So we came up with a little graphic today to kind of put up the seed. I really did it for him because I know sometimes he has this visual of mind high bombs over everything. So <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to ask him. So these are all the teams in the playoff hunt for the most part. The Rams somehow still have an opportunity to possibly get in. Um, but in the gist of things, with these teams got their eye on the Super Bowl, which teams do you have? Do you feel still have an opportunity? Which teams you feel like don't have an opportunity? At this current moment, as we where we stand, for the actual like we talking about getting to the final four, you know, Cinderella might get to the AFC Championship or NFC. Really got a shot at the Super Bowl. Whoo! Right you now, work from left left to right. You, okay, well, on this picture, Minnesota. Ooh. So I'll go right next to the guy next to him. And I, that's what almost hurts to say, but shit. If y'all if y'all <laughs> could uh. Dallas, you already showed what happened there. Ooh, that was rough. That was rough. They they moved the game over after the you know third quarter because it was it was not enough to watch it. <laughs> it was forty to three or whatever that was. It could have been more. I think y'all you know yeah. lightened up some. Flip side, Philly. Like I said, they for real. As much as I, I they took me a long time to catch on to the Bengals last year. Philly, they ain't leaving no doubt. They are for real in the NFC. They're gonna be tough to beat. Your problems with the Bucks line on that ain't gonna be enough. It ain't gonna pan out. Your problems at quarterback with like uh San Fran, you might be to stop them a little bit. You ain't shutting that down all the way. So Jimmy G's got to put them points up. Can he do that? Maybe with Shanahan. 
that might be the outside chance. I'm still not going to give up on them. They do have what you say, a run game, defense, and Kyle Shanahan making Jimmy G look like, you know, he belongs. But, uh, yeah, so San Fran outside shot, Phillies for real. In Dallas, you are you are in there right now. You're really out of the, out of the NFC, balanced, you know, Kind of got that Dak question, but he's not Kurt. He can, you know, he's not Kurt, that's for sure. He's not Jimmy. He's definitely better than those guys. So it's kind of crazy, but it's an NFC looks like he had a race. I'm actually kind of excited to see this next matchup with y'all too. Uh, yeah, that's where it's at. The Bucks need worse back 100%. They need Jensen back 100%. Running game, not so much has to hit in the next six weeks. You're talking like 60 days, not even 45 days. Oof. I, I, you know. We're going to see. I'm glad we're in the South and we got a chance to maybe get there. You never know. But where we sit right now, everything we've seen, yeah, those are the two. It's the Cowboys equals right now, NFC. And San Fran with that outside shot. San Fran against the Cowboys, hey, I think they got that matchup where it works out for them a little bit. Matching up with uh, Philly, I think the offensive firepower is a little bigger than that. And the quarterback's a little more elusive. Receiving core is a little, you know, bigger of a threat. That's where it differs. So uh, Philly's definitely standard yard. AFC, we just we just we talked this man up, and if he he made he was so big he made his way into like two three different segments. KC, <laughs> KC, and I know I alluded to it. Bengals, man, hold on. The Bengals, uh, I wouldn't count them all the way out. I'm not counting. I'm, I'm waiting for this week this matchup. It's gonna be a big one. They got a big yeah. one here. They got another one. They come down to Tampa. They got to play uh, the Browns game, which is in the division now with Deshaun Watson. We'll see what that looks like. We're going to see him play Baltimore at the end. So we're going to get to see what they happen long before they get there. And if they run through that, it ain't going to matter what I say now. Everyone's going to know what it is. And they're going to put them on notice. That's for sure. Um, and you said it earlier. I'm not. Still, I can't buy on the bills. Like you said, the running game ain't there. Tom Miller now nursing this little injury, this, that, the other. One guy goes down like that, and it's like it blows up quick. And Josh ain't going to run you through these playoffs. So the best deal Buffalo could have had to stay in their favor was to stay where uh, Philly's done the NFC. Huge gap. Um, pretty sure, you know, unless they fumble a hard one and then lose to y'all, they lose that first seed, you get them coming home. Buffalo needed that. Buffalo needed home field advantage. Hey, Brady Gronk, that's the dog's name, so I got to get them quiet. You know how deep it goes. But uh, – yeah, Buffalo needed all that to line up for them. They needed to be in Buffalo home field. Had you go up there in the tundra, if you will, you know, Niagara Falls, cold, cold January, a bunch of snow, <laughs> and it all to work out. And that's not what's going to happen. Now they're going to get the one home night. I don't even get the home game if Finns win that division. So we'll see. They're still competing, but they may get the one home game. But now you have to go into KC again. <laughs> At the KC, deja vu. Here we go again. You were this close last year, this close before that. Like eventually, it's going to get in your head. Still getting cooked, as they say, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm not on Buffalo. I'm going 15 outside shot, which could be the next Brady Manning thing. Burrow sneaking up in there. That's where I'm at for the final four. Living two outsiders to give you the six. I, I like it. Um, obviously, you know, where I stand with it, you know. So I think it'll it'll be. Um, I don't know who's. I don't, man, the buck the Bucks is just Tristan worst injury really really got me going, you know. I had Bucks and Cowboys going, and then I had Cowboys going to the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. And the more I'm looking at it, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. It may be maybe some weird stuff where we play Minnesota again or somebody like that to get there. 
I, I don't know the route. You can get Minnesota at one o'clock. That would be a good matchup. <laughs> no, we don't want them at one. We want prime time. Prime time, Kirk. We already know what the answer is going to be. Yes. Dallas with the W. Um, AFC. You know, you still got Miami to contend with. Um, so, yeah. the, so Buffalo can't get too comfortable. We keep overlooking them. Yeah, you can't get too comfortable. The defense yeah. I thought would be a lot better, but they're real shaky, man. Um, yeah. The Pats, Pats. So I'm on the fence with them because they hit or miss week to week. Uh, the Chargers, Justin Herbert, just just can't get me over that hump. Like when you're supposed to be an elite quarterback, you got to find ways to win. If Cooper Rush can find ways to beat good, you know, decent teams through his route, then come on, you know, come on, man. So, uh, but then I look at Tennessee. Tennessee, Tannehill is the one to me is Achilles' heel. But I think that they're they're so dependent on Derrick Henry, it just makes it a lot harder. But they had a philosophy that I like: run the football, play good defense. Same with Baltimore, play, run the football, play good defense. Problem is they ain't playing good defense. And so when you do that, it just puts up more pressure on the offense who can't really score a lot of points and, and, and get you caught up in games. So they're going to get you about 20-some points a game, but you got to be like the old Raiders and keep them down a touchdown or two to win the game. But I still like Miami in, in that too. So I'm, I'm looking at it, Buffalo, Miami, Kansas City, and Baltimore somehow – Lamar's gonna find a way to try to, re, you know, redo his whole thing with the contract. So eight and fifteen in the AFC Championship game, like I said, and the winner of those, which I think is gonna be fifteen, gonna play Micah and the Marauders and the Cowboys for the Super Bowl this season. Woo! Cowboys um, back to the promised land. Hey, but yeah. uh, as far as promised lands in the fantasy world, <laughs> you know, we're trying to see what we got going here with this week's sleepers. Got a couple left. You should be starting these playoffs uh, ASAP. But if, if, if you still you need that one last win, right now two of them are in for good. The other two I'm literally fighting for my life. One, I got to win this week or it's a wrap. The other one, I need to win out, and I might even need help. We'll, we'll see how this goes. But uh, if the points play, I'll be okay. If not, I'm going to need some help because we like 20 points apart. And if we just stay going, I'm 20 points on the downside. So if you're looking for one last one, this one, man, I first want to jump out there just because he's coming back and because Edmund Stilling came around. Broncos offense looks terrible. Mike Boone is back. <laughs> he's supposed to be back <laughs> on the IR. So that's an easy one, right? Um, well, not even I said not even easy, but he's open. Just start running back. He looked good before he went out. He definitely did. Um, another one, you got Zavon, Zavon Knight. I'm going to say his first name wrong there. Zavonovan, Zavonovan Knight. Running back up there, the Jets, man. We talked oh, about yeah. Jim Robinson right now. Um, looking for he did well. He didn't do mm -hmm. bad at all. All of a sudden, you know, they were playing the Bears. So we'll find out a little bit more this week when they play Minnesota. But Minnesota's defense isn't nothing scary either. So if you need someone to get you that 10 real quick, he's gonna get the volume. Um, not bad at all. Another one that he's kind of stuck around the last two years, maybe even three. But Benny Snell in Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. you know, he's got his opportunity. He didn't look bad. He pretty much pulled away that win and put it on his back and his legs, and uh, he looked good. So he's probably still floating around there. Yeah. And then the one that burned the Bucks, right? So Sean Watson's back. We've all heard all the hype. Tight ends get pretty thin. This guy's got the talent. Joku's out there. He's not out there. It's too late, but he might be. He's like 14, 15, so he's not in that top tier. People kind of look at him as an injury risk. Everyone's not sure about the Sean right now, so they're not going to go crazy jumping for him, but he is out there. If he's out there, snatch him up tight and easy. Another tight end we talked about early in the season. Chase is coming back. I'm telling you they're making a run here. Aiden Hurst, you got him out there in Cincy. 
opportunity, pull up easy. And then you guys all of a sudden, now you're thin at receiver trying to get Odell. Um, Schultz been doing his part. But uh, was it Ferguson? Is that right? First, like yeah. second, third, third tight end on the team. But he's starting to get a little more involved, a little more involved. He got involved with um, when Cooper was out there, so I'm a little bit there too. I don't know if he's going to save your day. But if you're a little worried about, hey, Mark Andrews getting hurt right now or the other tight ends falling off, the matchup ain't good. I'm big on matchups. The matchup's there to play it. You put him on the bench and you run that matchup. So I got uh, the guy out of Pittsburgh. I always say his name wrong, too. I ain't good with this. Oh, Fryerman? There you go. So I got him. And I've been, I was running with Johnson out of the Saints for a little bit, waiver winding in and out, pulled him out, went and grabbed Majoku, actually. I got him a week early last week, playing the Bucks. I know it was David, anywhere else they struggle at tight end. So I did put him in there. I wanted some points. I didn't want it to be that kind of points. <laughs> But he was already there. So if you're doing like me and you're playing back and forth, Pitta Patty Hawkinson ain't doing what you thought he's going to do now because, you know, Jefferson's taking all the targets. You got to start looking at what else is out there around those ways. And that's what I'm seeing those two. Receiver, last guy, Zay Jones. You got Zay Jones in Jacksonville. They throwing it up. They, they putting in effort. Hey, he don't look, he, he don't, he don't look bad. He's, he's getting his numbers. And then back to Cleveland one more time. He might be rusty first game. We'll see. I think he'll be highly motivated. But he, when he went out 1,400 yards in a season, he was, to me, a top five quarterback talent in the league. Deshaun, I think, is legit. If he's going to be rusty, we don't know. It's, we'll see. Maybe a half a season early. It's going to be next year. But I think people's their eyes out there as well. It's probably not on the way. But those receiving cores are all going to elevate some. Amari's not going to be there. People's might be. And if he is, lock him in and run it. He's been doing 15-plus for like six, seven weeks. So I'd be shocked if he is. But some of the deeper leagues, you know, he better be pulled out. Some of the smaller ones, you get the tens. He's probably sitting there right now. If you could throw him in there, he's going to perform like a top 20 receiver when he's been doing it with Jacoby Brissett. Wait that Sean gets out there. It's going to look better. Yeah. That's where I'm at with the sleepers from receiver to tight end and running back. I like it. I've been I've been scavenging the waiver wire all day trying to find a good tight end. So he gave me an idea. Um on who I should try to grab. So obviously, you know, go out, get some of these players. It's it's getting crunch time. So a lot of us, myself included, close in a couple leagues, other leagues, pretty solid. So I know some of y'all don't want to see my team and what we're doing right now, but we coming. Um, <laughs> hey, we got pickums coming up and we got some of your locks. Let's do your locks first and then we'll yeah. go the whole the whole schedule. Yeah. All right, let's hit it like that. So um, obviously, we got JJ's loss of the week. Um, hey, we need this money. So, if y'all want to make some bread this week, obviously, you know, you can go in. Um, I'm not touching the Buffalo and New England game, but the game that I'm going to touch is almost whoever's playing Denver. This week, it just so happened to be number eight and Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I think they're going to get after Russell Wilson so I'm serious this week, and they'll find a way to pull out a double-digit victory because Russ can't score. And the Ravens defense can't stop anybody. So that's not even an issue. But I think on the other side, Lamar and those guys can run the football well enough. We don't throw the ball enough to, to really worry about certain. So you'll probably – Deshaun Jackson will probably run, run by him on one of the three plays that he goes out and plays in. And then that will be enough to win the football game. Um, the other game I'm touching is Cleveland. Cleveland over Houston. Deshaun want blood. He want all the blood. He want all the smoke. 
He want everything that Houston got to offer. So I think he's going to go out this week and try to shine like the, the brightest sun we've seen. So um, those are the two teams that I'm for sure locking in on. And last but not least, if I had to pick a third team, I'm going Seattle and Geno Smith over the Rams. Before the season, I don't think I would have ever thought this out of my mouth. But yeah. if they just don't have it right now, the Rams are a mess. Uh, Geno and, and Seattle finding ways to keep games close and, and finding ways to win tight games. That's the third game. So Seattle, Cleveland, and uh, Baltimore. Those are J-Jazz locks of the week. Lock them in. Let's get this money. Let's get this bread. And then y'all get down in the comment section and tell me how much you made this week, man. Let me know. Hey, as far as the locks, we got to put them records up there like we're doing this. But you, the locks been pretty locked up. Before I get into my pickums, the pickums been a little different. Locks, that's why they call them that. Pickums, this is where we finished up last week. So you had finished out nine and seven. Tampa Bay, I don't blame you for that. You did sleep on them Bengals. So you know, that's why. I would Tennessee, that. watching the game, Tennessee had a chance to win that game. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I think the AFC, NFC East fan and you slept on Washington, keep coming back. You tried to give Denver the love. You actually listened to me for a minute. It was playing Carol. They were playing Carolina, but yeah, man, that's why I I thought thought said, no parachute. We jumping out. We done. Like that's that was crazy. I thought Baltimore was a tough Carolina. one. Yeah. Who's the other one you missed? Oh, Vegas. Okay. So you slept on Gino last time. Hey, now you coming back around. And yeah. yeah. So thought- two of these I blame on your NFC. The, the the NFC bias, the, the Cowboys fan, the Washington and Philly. You probably turn around and go eleven and five, which looked real good. Yeah, but gr- the thing about those two games, though, I, I was actually they were really good games, and they went down to the wire. They did. So I felt a little better. I knew it wouldn't be like extremely like a huge separation in that game, even bad as Green Bay's been. They find a way to keep it close, and unfortunately, they didn't come out with it. So I'm gonna do better next time. That's my quick picks. But them hey, locks, you beat me. Them locks, you're gonna get this money, man. You get them locks. Yeah, you you still money. beat me. I was eight. I had eight before the week prior, eight and seven. So you got one up. So I get Drop to go this week and hopefully try to catch up and get that one back. So I'm gonna have to pick one of them uh, uh upsets of the week, if you will. All right, so uh naturally we're gonna go with uh I already know how, oh I don't know how this one's gonna go actually. All right, so we're gonna start Buffalo and New England. Who you got? Woo! Thursday night football. This Simple is it. Thursday. This is it. I'm glad Vaughn Miller's down because <laughs> the problems we've had has been on the offensive side. Last time we saw them in the playoffs, they didn't punt the ball. They didn't, have, they didn't punt. I think it was a record. They didn't punt, period. It just went up and down the field. It was, uh, was gut-wrenching. Uh, we were wanting this matchup back. It's played in our favor now. We got the short week coming off a tough loss. It would be better we had that win, but, you know, all that together, this is pretty much do or die. You, you go six and six, you in a rough spot. You got to play him again. You still got Miami. This, I'm going to New England. And that's all, all, all heart right there. But Miller is out. We can move that ball. We can run. We can slow that game down. Hey, we got something for Diggs. I doubt it. We got something, <laughs> you know. The rest of them, I think we might have something for him though. So we're gonna see. Okay. What about uh starting out? We got Pittsburgh, Atlanta. Ooh, Atlanta's been playing some tight games. Even the loss has been winnable. And Atlanta. Ooh. I'm going Atlanta. I'm going Atlanta. Keeping it in the South. Okay. Green Bay, Chicago. Green Bay. And that's not because Green Bay. I don't care if Jordan Love starts. It's because Chicago's depleted. <laughs> and they ain't got much. All right. Jacksonville and Detroit. At Detroit. I'm a believer. 
I don't think I've picked Detroit ever in a pick. I don't know if I did. Maybe I'm trying to separate myself. But Detroit, I'll go Detroit. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jets and Vikings. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. The Minnesota made Mac Jones look like Brady for a minute throwing 300 yards. The defense ain't there. I'm going Jets. Jets are also in that playoff hunt. They got the defense for them. They got a cornerback for Justin, right? Justin Jefferson right now. Hopefully you got him on your team. He's already giving you that fantasy, going back to fantasy real quick. Win, because you ain't getting 25 this week out of Jefferson. I promise you that. You might want to play the matchup and even bench him. That sounds crazy, right? But yeah. <laughs> I'm going Jets there. Sauces for real. Oh, wow. All right. So we got Commanders and Giants. Hey, Giants continue to go where they're supposed to go. And that's to the bottom. Washington 6-1, and one, last seven. Heineke's rolling. I'm rolling. I'm rolling Washington. All right. Titans, Eagles. Eagles been so good. If there was a game that was going to make it possible for y'all to get even it up and take that division, this is the one you want to see them lose. I don't think they lose it, but this would be the one that has the opportunity for before they get to y'all. Um, yeah, Bengals just was too much for them. Philly's better than that, so I'm going Philly. All right. Broncos, Ravens. Woo! Another one should have been a great match. <laughs> Yeah, they're not even mile high. The air is going to be not be that thin, and they need it to be. Baltimore. That's right. Um, <laughs> Browns and Texans. Browns. Sean's coming out, party. Why, you need to hesitate. Okay. Uh, Seahawks, Rams. Seahawks. Seahawks. This is a division game, so you, you think it would be a little closer, but Rams is just – yeah. You, you said it earlier, man. They, they just – they don't even know who they got playing half on the field right now. It's rough. Yeah. yeah. Go over Seattle. Dolphins, Niners. Ooh, that's, that's some good matchups. So that Philly Tennessee looks a good one. That just Minnesota. This one's another one. Mm hmm. Daniels first, the, uh, you know, the old sensei, yeah. whatever, student first teacher. Yeah. At San Fran. At San Fran. We only, we, every time we talk AFC, we overlook them. I'm going to – if Seattle wins, San Fran needs to win to stay up with them. But sometimes it's, it's not about what's outside the game. It's in the game. Oh, I'm going Miami. No way. Yeah, I'm going Miami, man. I'm going Miami. And there's one guy that knows the weaknesses a little bit on that team. He sat there for the last couple of years. McDaniels knows them. If Miami pulls this off, though, we have to stop overlooking them. Because that, that, that's, a, that's a great win. That's uh, Mahomes the only one we've seen really – Take care of San Fran like that and just run them up. So if they can do that, mm -hmm. we all know this. Uh, all right, put your money where your mouth is. We got Chiefs, Bengals. That's the one. Bengals. Burrow coming in. Listen, you know why Mahomes is coming back? This is another thing about it. Here's the thing Mahomes is great. But the reason why he's coming back is because defense lets the team score. They got Justin Herbert out there, whoever it is, they're scoring. They're able to air it out. And I don't think anything they've done has got an answer for Jamar Chase from the last time they played. I don't think anything's changed there on the outside. I don't know how much has changed on the line. They do got the, uh, the Greek boy doing pretty well, but the line on the other side got better too. Yeah, I don't think they got an answer for Jamar. <laughs> All right, so you're going Bengals. All right, we got Chargers, Raiders. Chargers. This is where the Chargers get their hype. They do well. They come back, don't do well. They play a good team. They're playing a bad team. They're going to look good. That's who they are. All right. Colts, Cowboys. Oh, man. Y'all got that. Y'all got that in the bag. 
Uh, go ahead Saturday and keep messing up them uh those uh the clock management. And then Monday night, big game, my brother's birthday. Gonna be happy birthday, my brother Twan. December fifth. Got the Saints, Bucks, and Tampa. Who you got? Going back to the heart. We open with the heart. I'm gonna close with it. Tampa. Now the Saints matchups haven't been well. They haven't gone well. Um, we did win the opener. It was a little nut. Sheamus was involved there. Man. It's really, yeah, hey, what's his name, Lou? Lattimore's still not playing, right? Yeah, he's out. So hopefully, no one's he'll come to... back for this game. He'll try to come back for this game. <laughs> he might. Just to see he Mike. Might. Yeah. He would die with Tom Brady all of a sudden. But if they lose this, the Saints take the lead in the division by half a game. Like, yeah, man, the only thing that's been going forward is we've been in a bad division. So let's at least be the best of the bad right now. And we got to get that. Take it home. We home. I'm actually feel bad for you because this was a, a tough week of, of picks. Looking at all the picks, it's, it's a tough yes, week. Good matches. We're getting into December now, yeah. Yeah, so I like it, man. So we we gonna we gonna see how it all plays out. Um, I want people to get down in the comment section. Let us know what you think because these picks are getting harder, man. Week in and week out. Um, you know, it's 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 just it's just challenging, but we we love to come in and talk to you guys, share whatever knowledge we have of the game, our insight, and we love to hear from you guys as well. So we got a couple of people that came down in the comment section last week. I reached out and um, yes. got back with them. Uh, get out there, let us know how you feel. I know some of y'all out there who fans, um, Tonio. You know, I know you want to get at me about them Giants. I don't hear you <laughs> talking, I don't hear you with that same energy. Uh, Stu, you and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Um, BJ worried about me getting the fancy championship. House coming down, getting Leonard Fournette jerseys. Look, we people all over the place, but one thing ain't changed, man. We still the Cowboys, we still America's team, and we're the most valuable franchise in the world. So oh. those things are facts. Those <laughs> things are facts. And Jay Jack's gonna get you this money. ATG's gonna get you this fantasy money. I'm gonna get you this this money, money, and we're gonna continue to come on week in and week out and give you guys all the love and all the knowledge and expertise that we can. Uh, feel free to subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, obviously, we, we're getting close sure. to the playoffs, so a lot of things are going to be happening. Um, but get in there. Let us know what you think. You got the sap jersey in the background. He let y'all know what it is. And uh, please to the couch. Go Bucks. I need y'all. We out. <laughs> <laughs>